What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You. Boom. go ahead uh say your names and and what you each uh do in the band and uh yeah say the name of the band as well uh we're escuela grind well two-thirds of it i'm katarina i do vocals chrissy is super sick she does guitar or else she would be here and uh jesse okay i'm jesse by drums howdy wait it is three because i keep looking at, i swear it is four four people or three people it's three piece right now. Okay, three piece. Because I I swear I've seen pictures where there's four. Am I yeah, am I am I bugging four. out? <laughs> bugging out. We've had a lot of uh, play bass for us time again. Uh, so yeah, we've done the four piece. We did a five piece once. <laughs> we had five piece. <clears throat> there's three main members though. So and some uh, so so th- so sometimes three piece, sometimes four piece. You know, as many We're- pieces as you feel. We're aiming for the five piece this year. Nice. Like, don't do the five piece. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I was so mad. So you guys played in uh, Tacoma. Like you played two shows back in September. Uh, one or, one was like part of your actual tour. One you uh, you opened up uh, for a hardcore fest and. Oh, you're in Washington. Yeah, I'm a, I'm currently just right down the street from uh, Real Art. Nice. So, so I was working that night, and I was like, I have my alarm. I slept through my alarm, and I show up. I show up like, cause I'm I was meant to get there early, and then they were like, oh yeah, you missed like you missed like a bunch of uh, cool bands. And the first what the first one was like was like insane. Like everybody was talking to me, it was like it was like that first band was insane that first band I was like holy holy shit because usually it's like especially when it's a long a long fest like i think it is a little unfair but i feel like sometimes the crowd will be like i don't know who that is yeah i'm gonna be here till i'm gonna be here till like midnight and it's like three in the afternoon usually <laughs> that's like but like i was i kept on hearing people uh talk about you and then uh aaron my friend aaron uh put out the video and i was like for uh for yourself I was like holy fucking shit like yeah, yeah. He, he, he did sound for us yes he did yeah yeah that Seriously. guy is cool and that show was awesome the vibes are cool i was very surprised at the response to that that early on being the first band well <laughs> as far as you get 
you guys could say what did when did shows start uh uh you have like three which area are you current because like for your uh <laughs> so for your uh ig we got we got texas mass and new york so which which is it <laughs> it's we're in massachusetts okay yeah, so, so we're, we're got- each different place i'm the person that's from massachusetts we live here in Massachusetts. Chrissy's from Albany, which is like an hour away into New York, and Jesse's from Texas. So so which, which one is it? <laughs> We'd love to pick a place. <laughs> we're currently in Massachusetts, so, so technically we're a Massachusetts fan right now. Because East Coast, East Coast had shows uh, like I know some places that were doing shows like on the low out there for a lot for for uh, for a little while, but uh, like officially there were shows like. I think at least three or four months before the Northwest was uh, had any shows. So you're getting you were getting people that haven't been to a show in eighteen plus months. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, cool. it was uh, it was uh, really cool. Every every show we played, there was definitely people that it was like their first show back, and uh, it, it was a really good vibe the whole whole way through. People were like starved for live music, and they put it out there, and it was awesome. That was a great tour. Well, and, for, and first show ever, like, <laughs> like you got you got a lot of people like this. This is a this is a good time to what to like you know get out there and like you know not I don't know like I feel like certain people like it's if you really care about about this music it's it's time this is a time if you've been you know doing music for a very long time to like actually you know facilitate an awesome like positive experience for uh for all the new people uh attending for sure yeah i agree yeah there's uh definitely space that's been made for for more like you said all the new people yeah like i mean there's a whole group of kids that like just started going to shows like you said like they've never been to a show before covid or they were waiting for years during covid you know what i mean so it was a that's really cool that's been the biggest surprise for me coming back from the pandemic like where the hell did these kids come these youngsters well and i think it's (laughs) well i think it's it's a my my opinion i guess on the on the whole matter is i think i've i've seen i've been in doing this thing out here in tacoma for like 15 years seeing people you know uh come and go and people always like talk about uh you know inclusionary spaces spaces and whatnot and i see like a lot of these young kids already have come in with with the notion that that's what it's supposed to be so i think for some people like this is where i'm just like i'm here i'm just gonna take a step back you guys know what you guys you guys already freaking know what you're doing like i don't need to i'm not when i ever hear so i i've had i've had some issues like i'm going off track a little bit but this all kind of ties into shows like i've heard people like some of my older friends look at people like like i really wish they uh these kids uh wouldn't mosh like this and i was like are you fucking kidding me i was like they're here they're experience they're they're creating their space right now shut the- i don't know shut the fuck up <laughs> Get that yeah that's my sure. that's my opinion i was like are you you really you want these kids to go somewhere somewhere else really yeah. Like, that just feels like, like people like that are just um 
they're just not ready for the new wave, but they ha- they're going to be there anyways. So I was like, you think that? Because I was like that. I was like that in like the mid two thousands. Like the, the, I'm sure, like there were like it was even more of like gatekeepy, way more gatekeepy than it is, you know now. And I see like you know like the old like the older people like that when I was in high school like almost not want me to fucking be around not look like these old these old dudes not not want so i'm just like why would you want that to keep going why do you want that cycle to continue there's people that push that narrative still right it's like hazing or you know i went through it so you have to go through it sort of a thing i guess i don't know that is as long as you like recognize that that's kind of a thing of the past and people are just kind of trying to move past that right now that's bad uh, you know i feel like that's with any environment like like people going back in the day or you know i had to go through this at my job so why don't you why don't you like you're gonna have to deal with those like no you could you could see the pro you could see the problem and make a change they're just perpetuating systems of generational abuse yeah i think people don't people don't people don't see it people don't see it especially like you know we we like these spaces are great but sometimes they get romanticized sorry i don't need to I don't mean For to sure. talk. I think we're favorite. getting. I think we're getting a little bit well, of a delay. I think so too. Can you hear us now? I think it's yeah, yeah. better I'm gonna, now. Yeah, no, we're good. I think I'm just gonna leave a space just because I don't mean to be talking over you guys. I, I apologize. I think we're just getting a little bit. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, continue what you yeah. guys were saying. <laughs> That's, um, oh, I don't know. I was just gonna just bring up like agreeing with you. You know, it's like a it's a they're pretty much like safe spaces people that are kind of looking for a community you know yeah it's yeah. like it, they're not like we're not creating like an after school program like it's like, <laughs> like a fucking like heavy show i don't think people expect like bubble boy perfection sort of but like i don't know how to describe there are obviously standards more so now than they were in the past yeah which, honestly i've it's almost like it's almost like more of like a wholesome and straightforward than what Christianity is going for. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. It's there's some like it's like some it's still it's actually pretty cult like. <laughs> I can I can definitely identify with that uh, being uh, being an ex Christian and going into like. I, I start to see I start to see the the similarities like there's always like with it there's a, like I always see some like good like teachings like 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 you know being being humble like humility and stuff like that and realize like that there's more to you know these spaces than just yourself this isn't just about like about you it's about you know it's about everyone it's about the it is it's a hundred percent about like the collective but like like i said i say the word collective that does sound a little it can, it can sound a little cultish <laughs> a collective will tear you apart you know i'll tell you it'll tear you apart it'll it'll make you analyze yourself in like their eyes you'll see you know what i mean yeah <laughs> like if you're a part of this fucking community and you're in a spotlight people will fucking pick you apart whether it's good or bad or just neutral 
<laughs> that's just the beauty or like on the whole of fucking, a, like not even just on a personal level on like a, a, a area a regional level like the tacoma scene is this the boston scene used to be this but now it's this you know what i mean so it's uh Dead. Yes, it definitely always... picks you apart and reconstructs you for sure. We're all cult members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. People come in and see like, what's going on here? Why is everybody so in tune with one another? It's because they well, that's fucking... actually, I guess, to bring it back to Tacoma. That's because it was our first time playing there. That was one of the coolest things about Tacoma. Is there was like eight venues on that one street, and everyone had like their own extreme music show going on all at once, like. The first one we played was the hardcore fest and then we did a grind show and there was like a, a black metal show down the street too. just i'm sure there was something else not extreme related but the yeah, hardcore community cool. needs us right now i can tell bands like ingrown are making it easier for us to, to kind of like fucking find our way in it and i make they, they're kind of like creating a platform for bands like us in that scene you know because they're like kids are kind of looking for blast beats now with like mosh riffs in it so i'm just like whoa like i can tell like there's people in there looking for something new but something that's still fucking like you know is something they can fight to still <laughs> oh absolutely and you guys got you guys got the riffs but you also got the got the sense of urgency of just like of like drums that just and just music that just punches you straight in the fucking face that doesn't ride out too long it's just like it's and I think that's I think that's just in general, like um with I think you'll probably I've you I predict that you'll see more stuff like that go towards you guys too, especially with like um a lot of these newer bands like on Maggot Stomp and yeah. like uh dude, most of the fans are hardcore kids. Most of the fans of these of this like you know the hardcore um, to death metal pipeline. Yes, they're evolving the their tastes, which is great. <laughs> like like seriously more you know more more traditional death metal but like people thinking like oh these are these are uh these are mosh parts like no they're just like those are just regular fucking death metal that that's just that's just fucking death metal they just just found all old death metal riffs that just remind them of like all the hardcore shit they like and they put it all together and like i mean i say they like it's like them but it's like me too you know that's that's where i came from so that's basically what i did <laughs> you know, just you just find out find all the old shit that just fucking makes people want to fucking go hard then put that together <laughs> it just i i think right? it just comes full circle too with like just yeah you know the 90s bands were like just kind of deconstructing it and, and 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 melding it more and more with you know you know, basically, like, like all out, all out war was basically it is basically you know death metal with, with just more like they started they they have that they had that melding to where the identity was only just just slightly different because of the because of the imaging where they where the, the crowds they played with and I think that's same with like bands like Two Hundred Stab Wounds like that like I see them play playing with like and frozen soul and shit like that like those are death metal bands but like just slightly like you get a bunch of hardcore kids moshing in there and they're like oh that's that's a hardcore show (laughs) yeah i mean 
shit. It's just a, a new kind of death metal show, you know? It's just like the new age of death metal, dude. It's, it's fucking, like, more inclusive. It's not just a bunch of white dudes. I mean, it kind of is still a lot of white guys, but it's, like, <laughs> not just that anymore. <laughs> like, it's fucking... I got all the fucking communities in it. You see all the grindheads and the hardcore kids and the death metal kids in the same place. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> I, I think I think you also said it. Like I think that's probably the you know the turn like some of the turnoff from like you know a lot of the you know OG like death metal. It's great. It's great. But then you but you but people mentally some sometimes associate it with that you know oh white dude with glasses on fuck it with like me but like with with fucking long hair long hair and fuck you know tell it telling people this is what metal is and I mean, nobody wants to, honestly nobody wants to fucking hear I love that it. i love <laughs> not right now i'm like uh but hell yeah i mean you remember suffocation yeah <laughs> i mean for real like but look like they're the like I said, back to people like, oh, you can mosh like those are just fucking slam riffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that shit. Those are straight up fucking hardcore riffs, basically, but like played down to and just fucking designed to just for people to just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> uh, absolutely, and I mean, there. So as far as like, as far as like, uh, you know, kind of genres go, the ones I don't the two i don't touch like i love you know i love some i love some goth music and i love grind but i don't get too much into like i love grind love power violence but like every time like especially you probably see at this time at time at the end of the year you'll see you'll see lists of of you know awesome you know bands like and every time i see a band that has like stuff from like to live a lie or like some power violence grind it's everybody in the comments complaining being like there was only one real grind band there was only one real power this person has no like it's but it's almost like every list for i i see so i'm like i don't even want to i don't even want to touch that i just want to enjoy the music like i like i recently got to the dudes from to live a lie follow me on on my socials and i was like i was like i love your shit but i was like i don't know like i feel i'm I feel like I'm doing a an automatic disservice sometimes because I'm like I don't know how to how to um, like I can get in my own field of you know punk and hardcore and, yeah. and whatnot but like I feel like those are two two bands like like you'll see bands that are like label like I said like with goth like goth, there's a lot of bands that are label goth and the bands like we're not a goth band you go to grind and like we're yeah. not we're not a power violence we're not a grind we don't consider ourselves grind from power violence is like it's like the 4chan of music you <laughs> <laughs> you take a deep dive in there you're gonna get it's like a rabbit hole you know like and you're gonna get stuck in there you know it's like there's no way out so like, be careful man you're gonna You'll basically just find out a bunch of toxic shit. You'll probably be like absorb that shit, and then like you'll be like, "Holy fuck!" You'll start to learn about yourself, and it's like <laughs> not things you like are happy about. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like 
<laughs> so it's just like that's why I'm like hardcore. Come back to me, I miss you. <laughs> like holy shit. Well, then, I know for a fact Will from To Live a Lie does not give a shit about being a purist over anything. You know what I mean? Like he loves he any does of it. thrash. He does grind. He does PV. He does hardcore. I mean, he put out. Didn't he put out Spy? He's one of yeah, he put, definitely put out Spy. I would say to is the springboard. I'm sorry, I didn't go for it. No, go for yeah. it. I, w- I didn't have nuts. I I was done talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, to your point, gosh, yeah, huh? I guess I didn't really engage with a lot of year-end content this year, but um, to the people that are just like, it's only one grind band or whatever, like, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe... It feels like on one on the one hand, like grind bands put out content, like a million splits, a million fucking EPs, like constantly putting out content. But on the other hand, it's like I, I don't I don't know. It's hard it's hard to it's hard to say. Um or exactly I think that fits in this year. I don't know. I putting out a record this year is ridiculous feat in itself anyways so i don't know if maybe grind bands just there were less releases or or what or everyone's putting out tapes yeah (laughs) i I don't know man i think i feel like this is just another like genre that's where the fans are 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 more critical than the people making music what do you what do you think (laughs) i just know that if you don't make the music for yourself It's gonna be like, don't make sure. They, <laughs> I don't think anybody can listen to it. It's better to just fucking make EDM, but like with grind, blast beats over it. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're not making music for yourself, like I think this is your point. If you're not making music for yourself, why not make something that's commercially viable? <laughs> I guess, like, like if you're just gonna make fucking what you want other people to hear then write a hyper pop song and like get over it no i dude there's so many even if you're not really that creative there's so many like if that's all you're wanting to do then there's there's dudes like that i see make make their make their week make more than what i've ever made in a week just like doing some really like weird house music and just yelling yelling over it like there's this dude in a british act like that comes to this so i work in the club industry in seattle and there's one one place where they always have this dude come back who's like traveling up and down the west coast and he's just he's just yelling he's like how you doing tonight i was just like yell just like yelling names he's like you 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 just he just points and yells and just says random stuff while the music's like and that's all he does all night and I'm like, that must have took taken a little, you know, obviously if you made your own music, you put some time, but like, you could just do that. You yeah. could just yell over it, yell over dance beats. <laughs> that, dude, that dude is is honestly living as, if that's what he wants to do, he doesn't seem bothered. He seems happy to do it. So I'm like, living his best life. <laughs> Love it. I would definitely start a band where it's just, fucking techno beats i mean that's kind of what tupa tupa is it's just 
but it's the same fucking like tempo as like a fucking techno song you know it's like do 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 the kick is there and the snare is just not on the second kick it's in between the kick and snare you know what I mean? where the hi-hat normally is it's the same shit it's the same thing <laughs> i have i'm gonna have i'm gonna Mince. have to yeah look up mince core man that's like like deeper in the roots of like grind, basically, it's got like deeper and deeper. It's like punk and death metal. Like, I mean, it used to like, be political. I don't know, maybe it wasn't political. It's pretty much know. like punk and death metal with blast beats, but like really like low quality. Whenever we play like a mincecore part, people <laughs> call it porno grind. I don't know, like if that's we don't yeah, punk porno grind, but it's like mincecore. It's mincecore. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was one band that like. I, I'm gonna have to look like recently that I saw like that they did the perfect like hardcore mixed with like a like kind of o, like OG kind of 70s style like like electronic like or OG like what dance nice. music and it was I I'm gonna have to look into it and it was like like did it sounded really really good I feel like when you oh I was, I was like listen I was like they finally <laughs> did it. I was like, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look, look through, look through it again. It was a, it was a label that sent me a bunch of stuff. It was all like, like it was wild because I was just like, I was thrown off guard. It was a bunch of like, kind of like, like early, like all the bands were like early, like kind of DC emo, emotional hardcore type stuff, and like, and then and then there was like. A couple like youth crew, youth of today sounding bands, and then all of a sudden there's this band that just like, I I was like sound like seventies like you're it mixed like seventies Euro techno with the fucking hardcore, and I was like, and I'm I forgot the name, but I have not seen. I have I was like I haven't heard anything like it. I was like, what the fuck? I was Are you like, in any band? Am I not? Not in a not in a while. I'm I've been a, I'm a family man currently, so I do I do. Oh. This is my uh, I used to do bands in Tacoma for a while, but nice. Maybe maybe te- may, may, you know maybe I I can I can start a scene with that other band and do some techno hardcore. There you yeah, go. Yeah, dude, that sounds cool. <laughs> why wouldn't the, the why wouldn't the hardcore community accept that? I don't I don't know. Uh, <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> so let's go just to tell us a little bit more about um your band just kind of how how everything kind of got to start just like the short you know biography all right short biography um let's see it was i think it's five years now we've been a band um we started in ithaca new york which is like a little college town um we started as a three-piece and uh we're doing like a lot of really fast core PV inspired stuff. And over the years, we've moved to New, we've moved out of New York to Massachusetts and uh, we have opened up our sound a little bit more. Our old guitarist quit and then I started writing riffs. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we have put out a couple, we put out a full length in, uh, March of 2020, which is the worst time to put out a full length debut ever, but we did it and uh, people liked it and it was fun. We finally got to tour on it. Um, 
other than that, we've just got a ton of stuff we're working on. We've got a lot of announcements. Can't, I don't know when this is going to come out, so I don't know what I can say, but uh, we're going to be uh, hitting the ground running really hard next this year now, 2020. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we've been pretty much everywhere in the United States at this point. We've done the East coast, Canada, not Alaska, not, not Alaska, not Hawaii yet, but Nebraska. we will. Yeah. No, Nebraska. There's a few States we haven't been to, but we'll hit them on the next one. (laughs) But yeah, we uh, definitely intend to, a lot more international dates and been a lot more yet. touring so you so you guys have i think so you have um what do you have of recent so you have the you have like one song that you guys released i think around the time that you guys came through to tacoma right yep so we put out a single before that and uh, right now we, uh, over quarantine, we wrote a new album. So a new full length, and that's going to be out this year. We don't have an exact date from, for the press of the record, but it should be out summer or fall. Um, fingers crossed with record stuff, <laughs> but uh, it's awesome. It's nine songs. They're a bit longer. They're a bit more nuanced. We recorded them at God City Studios with Kurt Ballou which was a really awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's awesome. He's a great guy. And uh, a living legend. It was. Yeah, exactly. It was a little intimidating, but he uh, after you get through the door, he makes you feel like you're at home. So it was once in a lifetime kind of experience. That came true. Absolutely. That's <laughs> that's, that's freaking awesome. Like, um, once again, thanks uh, so much for taking the time uh, for sitting and talking. I'm hopeful. Hopefully, this you know this means I'll actually I won't uh, I'll set my alarm better next time. Uh, when 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 or if you ever guys could, uh, come back to the Pacific Northwest, um, I'll we will I'll, be. awesome. <laughs> so so yeah, like because yeah. you got because we're definitely gonna play really that when we go there for sure play, <laughs> play what we're definitely gonna play really early for sure next time we play. we're gonna play at noon next time oh god <laughs> <laughs> i get i like i i work the overnight so i get off at like eight or nine so i'm like i'm gonna have to just like stay up and i'll and i'll be that'll be me up after being up for like 20 hours so i'll be, be like how how was that? I think that was good. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean real close up to the stage and be like, right, yep, good. Like <laughs> I was at like six thirty or something. Yeah, like, like dawn shows, like breakfast shows. Yeah, I was like what the fuck? Oh, the I'm last insane. one I remember Why? happening was that Ann Albatross one that I really wanted to go to, but it was far away for us at the time. Like makes me a dawn get on. show. How do you guys feel? How do y'all feel? What's your, your what's your consensus? Because this is good. This is good. I was I I didn't get to talk to this with my uh, co-host, but like with the um the what are what are they? Yeah, the early the early kind of yeah the matinees the because <laughs> I'm I feel like they're trying to cater to you know the adults by like on a weekend doing it earlier, but I don't feel like that's 
it's really succeeding, especially because a lot of the time I see, I see it. It's like it's at noon on a Sunday where, like, yeah. especially if you live in like the Pacific Northwest, I would say, I would say sixty to seventy percent of the people that go are also are are sports fans or at least Seahawks yeah. fans. Like, it's uh, you know, when when you live up here, there's like that's that's all that's all you got. You got you got music. You got nature, you got you, you got your local sports, and that's that's yeah. what and that's what you and that's what you do if you if you've been living in the Pacific Northwest for you know your whole life. So so on a Sunday, if it's in if it's in during football season, I'm like nobody's showing up to that show. Um, <laughs> it's just not a do it for yeah, sure i think people just do them because the club is booked that night or something you know like i i don't know i feel like if given the choice they would choose not to have a matinee show 99 percent of the time but for some bands it's a good opportunity for but them. like if there's a big sold out show in town on a saturday night and you want to capitalize on that you know people are going to and stuff set up a matinee down the street at, or in the Fuck same that, menu whatever is like I don't know. I don't know if if you're trying to. I I personally I don't know. I would say like that's backfired on us for sure. So I don't know. We've had we've had like venues compete <laughs> and then bring the bands into it, which is like kind of like it's like a cage match between the bands almost. And like the bands usually don't know what's going on, but so yeah. we just have to deal with it. But I don't know. I, I guess I mean. So there's like a lot. My favorite matinee shows are always during festivals and stuff. So, so I guess there's a time and place for it. Yeah. Like I would say like with the competing shows and stuff, like it just really depends. Like you said earlier with like, like with Tacoma, there's like the plaid pig, there's real art. Those, those uh, crowds don't mix that often. Like I don't, cause it's a more of an all ages at real art. They don't, it's the crossover is maybe like less than a quarter less than a quarter we'll you know we'll go to we'll go to both so yeah. there's people that that came from that real tacoma real art show to our gig later on at the black big and i thought that was badass actually because they were like we saw you earlier or we heard really we came through yeah that's cool but we love to play two shows in a day like but every, so bands. like off the top of my head i can remember like playing san antonio in the afternoon and then playing austin at night which like it's like an hour away like if ever like we like to double up on tour and stuff and do that kind of stuff and you will get people that follow you from one to the next or they they saw you for the first time at the early one they want to see you like with different atmosphere and so they bring a friend to the later one like i don't know i think that's really cool (laughs) it's nice but it's forced yeah it's tiring (laughs) Yeah, no, I, no, for real. It just, it just depends. Sometimes, if there's an opportunity, obviously, you know, you go on tour, and sometimes, like, especially if it's festival season, if you're like with fr- if you're like touring with friends, and they're like, hey, there's an open spot on, like, the, these guys asked you to play so and so fest in the afternoon. I, I know you guys are on the way to, you know, this venue X or whatever. Like that's that's always cool stuff too. Like it, and, and obviously, it helped playing two shows when it was like the show was somewhat of a, like, it, like a mini festival. It's fun. If it's fun, fuck it. You just... know what? Not to harp on the, the not to eat a dead 
the matinee thing though but okay so we live in Pittsfield which is this tiny tiny town like no one would come and play here on their own volition and like you can't really well you could like certain acts but most acts like couldn't come to town and play like a, a, a show you know what I'm saying so in the past we've had bands come and play like our basement as a matinee on the way to a Boston show or a New York show or, or what have you. And like, that's really cool because people, they would have looked over the town in the first place because it's not a place that has venues and such. And you're getting entertainment in a town where there really isn't that much entertainment. So like people will come out that don't really know what to expect. So that's really, I think, that can be a very big help in those kind of cities where it's in between or towns where it's in between. I think that's probably that where the matinee would be the strongest. And that's all I have to say. On this yeah, side. no, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to harp too bad. Cause you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I just like, I think there was one that we had a matinee um, like a month or two after y'all play it with a couple bit with a couple touring bands that I, from, uh, from Northern California that I actually really wanted to see. And I had, I unfortunately, um, I hadn't, I was doing day shifts that month. And I was like, uh, I was like, it's literally right in the middle time of, I was working a regular like, nine to five shift. And I was like, I was like, if this was literally at a normal time, I would have been able to go. I was like, <laughs> I was like, so, and they were like, yeah, we're trying to help, you know, get the adults out here. I was like, that, backfired i'm sorry <laughs> so like if a band is on tour they can't play the area like at nighttime so they play during the day the people that couldn't be there yeah it's like... want to be there so for the next time they come through and they actually play there at the nighttime the person that missed out the first time might actually show up that time hopefully i was <laughs> like just uh you know put yeah i don't know so the more you get someone talking in a neighborhood or a town, the better, you know. Net positive, matinee. Net positive. <laughs> Net positive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So before we uh, I'll let you all go, what is the, what's anything else that y'all want to uh, talk about as far as the band, as far as uh, you know, latest music, new music? I know you guys have been. I I see your update. You're all. You're always. Uh, you you guys look like you've been just like nonstop playing, like <laughs> yeah. We actually haven't gone any. We don't have any shows coming up. Yeah, we're all like fucking, it's weird with COVID. We're on death metal so. EP that we're writing. Yeah, that's writing almost a, but we're recording it. It's almost like done. So it's a part of a series that we have little EPs. The first yeah. one was power violence. Second one's grindcore. The third one's death metal, and there's going to be a fourth one. Hardcore. Um, hardcore. 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 Um, hyper pop. Uh, yeah. Going regular. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll just keep. Just yeah. keep, just go. Run the full. Run the full gambit. Let's 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 see we where have, where it ends up. <laughs> we have an LP that we recorded. The one that yeah. Katrina was talking about, Carbulu. It's called Memory Theater. Right. And it's it's gonna come out on a label, which based, we'll announce soon. <laughs> based in the West Coast. West Coast label. So we'll get to announce our partnership with our new label parents. Hell yeah. love. <laughs> and then let's see what else. Who knows what tours we have coming up. 
yeah, definitely going to be touring a lot. We're, we're slated to play Obscene Extreme Festival in Europe. So um, if you know any cool European people, we'll meet them there. Hang out, Europe. Uh, we're so we're going to do... be doing a Europe tour around that. And we're supposed to be going to Mexico and stuff. So uh, it just depends on how this all pans out with the pandemic. So, um, but other than that, let's see. Who knows? You might go Pacific Northwest. We're playing the yeah. Hatred Surge reunion. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, that's a yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, city though. Iron so it's kind of far from you. Nice. But, yeah, so that's really on that. We love Hatred Surge. That's a cool, um, that, that's a no. That's a really cool show. <laughs> I love Hatred Surge. Likewise, Hatred Scourge. Um, <laughs> I mean, I no, guess that's. that's what's the best way to keep up keep up with y'all <laughs> um well we are on basically everything uh facebook gram escuela grind we've got a website we got a tiktok now tiki toki on escuela grind um, thank you for being on thank you for being on tiktok as well i follow y'all on tiktok and i i feel le i feel less alone because my counterparts will not will uh do not uh you know it's it's still it's still very very highly like i feel like people are finally like warming up to it now that's been around for so long but it's like at least for the last couple of years it's been that people are like why are you do why do you do stuff on tiktok and i'm like because it works young people are on it and it's got it's I don't know from at least the little that I've interacted with it. It seems like the social media where you get like the most, uh, how do I explain that? Like, it's the most immediate, like you see the eyes that are watching, you know, how they're engaging. Like it's very clear, like, and every it's very, it looks very transparent. I know there's like insidious things behind. Oh, the, like, like anything, honestly, like anything we're but, using, unfortunately. I think I like it as like a, it's a really good edit. It's a really yeah. I was gonna say it's a really good editing tool, and you can post it from there to Instagram and Facebook, mm -hmm. and it fucking it's all at once. And we embrace easy. that stuff. I mean, I know it's so not just like make content. From sometimes it. people are, and then there's like a random fucking like audience, like who the, where the hell they find it from nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, that's that's an interesting thing, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Cause so we had a show with, uh, I helped put on a show under, uh, the bridge in Seattle with, uh, this band livid and they were on yeah, Did Savage play that or is that a, was that another show? Cause we heard about this crazy bridge show that Savage played. No, no, this was, uh, this was the band livid, uh, the, they're like a two piece. I don't know if you've heard yeah, that. Yeah, they're really okay. Dope. Yeah, and they they played on they and um, there's tons of kids and I've never seen in my life, and a lot of them were like, you know, anywhere from you know yeah. fifteen fifteen to to maybe like twenty, and I was like, where are all these you know high school early college age people That's coming fun. from? And I was like, and I've heard that there's people like sharing these flyers on TikTok, and I'm like, I've never seen these accounts. So I'm like, where is this? There, I mean, I'm sure you. If you go on TikTok, you just literally mindlessly scroll until you fall asleep. You find you find anything, but well, people, <laughs> people are just uh, ready to just do stuff. You know, they're bored. So like, once 
the opportunity up to do something fun, like they're they're gonna do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the biggest critique I've seen of like bands using TikTok or like that sort of, I guess you can call it marketing. I mean, what else are you gonna call it? But like it's it's like people are like, it's fashion or like they're not engaging with it. It's like they're seeing the fashion of it or the aesthetic of it. And then like that's Skateboard what's drawing kids. them in. But to say that like kids, that's always been the case. It's yeah. just like, it has a hashtag now. You Skateboard know what I mean? Kids like, like um, yeah, to say like and you weren't watch. a kid once and you saw a backpatcher and you were curious what that backpatch meant. You know what I mean? Like to say that, that hasn't been a, a thing that we've constantly, I mean, that's to, actually what's been finding us. Like, to take away the fashion from the music is to like X Gamers. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. Like, do you think punk would have been as popular as it ever became in the 70s or whatnot without the fashion? No, it's just a very easy way to distinguish yourself from the rest of it. So, X Gamers go hard. At the shows they come there to get some shirts and then they learn about the bands and they jump off of fucking like everything <laughs> yeah like i saw a meme the other day it was Bad like ass. it was literally it was a meme it. of this girl that was like a sex pistols shirt and it was like a girl like listening on spotify and like the comment like the thing was like my friend listening to sex pistols on spotify to make sure she likes the band enough to buy this shirt and like people were roasting it but i think that's really cute but that's i don't cool. know you like we'll whatever see, we'll see like people that tag us in videos and that you'll see what they do and that's what happens pretty much just like People tagging us on TikTok is what drove drew, uh, drove us to TikTok. You know, it's just like, what the hell is going on here? There's, you know, yeah. and actually, Chris, Chrissy like went viral uh, on her, her girlfriend's page. Like, there was like, I don't even know how many fucking views or likes that thing got. It was like a thousand or something like that. But like, it's <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Sorry, our puppy is demanding to be out. <laughs> You're fine. I'll let you. I'll let you guys uh, get back to uh, your evening. So thank you so much. Uh, uh, so uh, much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anything? Anything else? Are we? Uh, I think we're all. Uh, we're all good. I think we're good. All right. Yeah. Well, until next time, uh, be be safe. Looking forward uh, to all the new music that's coming from y'all and uh make sure to uh, check out a square grind um they've been doing shit and they're gonna keep doing shit forever uh, we will thank you for having us absolutely and we'll be back to listening to dead air hardcore radio <laughs>